0: Okay. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. How are you? Why? They can't. Nope. Start over. I thought they were going to call in and tell me how they were doing. How is everybody today? Hello. How are you? Long pause. We'll wait. (laughs) Just an hour of silence while we wait for you guys to call us. Oh, and then some pathetic sap feels really bad and calls in. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right, redo. I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased
1: and unqualified opinions on real life situations.
0: From reality TV, relationships and parenting, we'll cover it all. So So let's let's get get started. started. Hello and welcome back to Truth Fairies. We are here and
1: happy to be here. Yes, we are. I am extremely happy to be here today. I am too. I, I thought I was nervous. When I was driving up, I'm like, why am I, like, jittery and nervous? And then I realized I am so over-caffeinated and underfed right now. I've had 16 cups of coffee. (laughs) Do you want to hear my caffeine intake for the day? I do. It's 4.15. I, okay, had my morning cuppa. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Then I had, like, a workout drink. Okay. And I went and played pickleball with the... With your old friends. Yes, with my senior citizen besties. Wow, that's weird. There was a new one today. His name's Steve. Steve. there's wow. like four steves two johns a schmitty schmidt a monty
0: monty i love monty the most I, i'm finally monty i don't think he i don't think he talks he's nonverbal.
1: and it's so funny because they shuffle over like hunchy and and then
0: like <laughs> and tear it up on the court
1: yeah it's, it's so impressive yeah i me and my husband have been playing pickleball with the senior citizens like three days a week for the last month wow and we are finally making our way in that's good we love them <laughs> you deserve it I mean they were hesitant to let us in they were like are you under 72 because I'm like I play like a 72 year old <laughs> and they finally so okay so I had my pre-workout drink okay then I went to coffee with our friend Abby okay. had you know we sat there and talked so I'm getting refills mm-hmm. then I had to go shopping so I got a soda because you can't you have to you can't go in dry mm. <laughs> The, I think that's it.
0: Wow, that's that's a pretty good dose But I've eaten toast So I um, am buying a coffee pot mm-hmm. for my classroom Because Necessary. it's not enough to fill up in the morning You're But giant. I've got to be able to fill up throughout the day Yeah So that's always fun
1: Yeah, I just, um... some. <gasps> Yeah, I'm I want to be
0: shaking and sh- like oh, I'm on crack. I, I want it. yeah, that's that's the caffeinated level that I need to be if at. I
1: can't have my '90s diet pills. <laughs> Give me some
0: serious caffeine. Either eight cups of coffee or a Fennermine. Got my soda right here okay. for all you video viewers. I should <laughs> lean away from the mic. Uh, lean away. Okay, well let's get started. Let's let's, let's do. get started. With Tickle My Fancy. Tickle My Fancy. What is it, Brooke, that is tickling your fancy Besides today? pickleball. Besides pickleball. And caffeine. Seniors? I have a couple things. Okay. The first
1: one I have brought to you as a gift. Oh, yes. I know. So Jamie's birthday is in two days. Two days. And I, how do, do you think I look tan?
0: Yeah, are you tan? What did you do? Your face looks much Kay. darker. I have a present for you. Okay. Ooh, open it. Is it because I'm pale? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let it glow. Isle of Isle of Paradise. Isle Self-tanning of- drops? Yes. Okay, wait a minute. Do I take these in my mouth? <laughs> no. Do you no. know... Okay, I orally eat no, the tanning drops. There is such a thing that you can orally eat that will change your skin color. What? Yes, it is no joke. Have you ever read the book? No, you haven't. Nobody has. It's called Black Like Me. No. Wait, that I sounds mean, familiar. It, but like it's not just like I'm going to sit down and read this. It's it, it this whole your video just went out. Yeah, it did. So, anyway, long story short, um there are drops that you can take that change your skin color. I mean, I don't think they're safe or healthy. I don't think they're FDA approved. That's for sure. No. But um, it makes you darker? Or yeah. What? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Makes you much darker. Okay. Tell me about okay. these. These
1: are purple drops. Yes. They're called Isle of Paradise, Paradise okay. soft tanning drops. And they're vegan. Well, good and thing.
0: Yes, they are. Just let so me know.
1: tell you. Let me give you a little disclaimer. Okay. Can you see well enough to read the instructions? I may. Not? Oh, it's, no.
0: Okay. It says apply one to 12 drops. <laughs> that, you know what? <laughs> That's like saying have a half a teaspoon or three cups.
1: Yeah. One to 12 drops to your favorite moisturizer, mix together and
0: apply to skin.
1: Now, it doesn't say, is this for my whole body? Is this per area? Like, what am I doing? <laughs>
0: like, Like, does your face need one or two drops? That's like twelve drops of full body. Exactly. And what ratio of lotion?
1: No, no idea. Wow. So you have to add it to lotion. So I did. This is a full seven on my face. face. Wow. Directly on my face. Okay. And I think it might be a little too much. No, no,
0: I don't think it is. I think it looks really good.
1: Okay. So you add it to lotion and you do it. And it does have that self-tanny smell okay. a little bit. The bottle doesn't, but once it activates. Oh, okay. But it actually ah. produces a nice little tan.
0: Okay. How long does? How long t- do I need to reapply? I don't know yet. Okay. I just got them.
1: So, I got you a bottle and me a bottle. I'm so excited. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank
0: you. I will be tanning it up.
1: Okay. And my other one is the TV show Love is Blind. Season freaking two is bringing the drama, and I'm hate watching it
0: and love watching it. Okay, I. You did tell me I needed to watch it the other day, and I did not. It's okay. Tell me about it. I can't tell you all about it, but did you watch season one? Yes. Okay, so
1: it's obviously the same premise where they go into pods and like date people sight unseen, Mm -hmm. and they think they're all self righteous, and I'm gonna fall in love, and I don't care what the other person looks like until they meet them. Hold on.
0: (laughs) Am I talking too fast? No, I had somehow those lines of communication crossed and I thought we were talking about love on the spectrum. (sighs) So when you started saying that there is like all this drama and I'm like, they love is like the love on the spectrum. They were so pleasant and sweet. So Love, now what? Love on the Spectrum is like the only show I haven't hate watched in yes. like years. So when you said you hate watched it, I was like, I don't understand what's happening. How could
1: I hate watch the right. Love on the Spectrum when everybody's the most lovable person? Right. Okay. No. Love okay. is Blind so is that reality TV yes. show hosted by Nick and Je- not
0: Jessica, Nick no, Lachey, Nick Lachey and...
1: who let me tell you, he has, his wife is aging gracefully. I think they purposefully have not showed his face for more than two seconds because he looks like a bit of a freak show. Really? Yeah. Oh, I can't
0: wait. Now I have to watch. He it. He is plasticky. Oh, that's never good. Um,
1: what is his wife's name?
0: Um, I don't know. She's
1: this gorgeous model. I should never try to remember celebrities' Mm-mm. names on a podcast. I don't like podcast. celebrities. I know. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: anyway, so they basically go in, kind of do the speed dating, and then fall in love in like three days and mm-hmm. propose through the wall. Yes. And then they see each other. And then that's like the first two or three episodes. And then it follows anyone who got engaged.
0: <laughs> Get that D in there.
1: Engaged journeys mm-hmm. through the wedding. So the wedding is in like three weeks after this has happens. Has anybody
0: ever gotten married?
1: Yeah. Wow. I don't know if anyone has stayed married. I'll have to look up haven't. season one. But the thing that's so frustrating is they're all going in like, I just want to get married and I just want to connect to someone on a soul level
0: and I want to fall in love with their soul. Which is bullshit. I mean, not that falling in love with somebody's soul is, but you do not go on a TV show to find somebody's soul. No. Right? And let's just be honest. Can we really trust the media not to, I mean, of course they're going to get people that are good looking and have good careers and have a great body. And it's like, "Mm, I just hope that, you know. That we just connect on a spiritual level because your looks really don't matter. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly, and that's what
1: happens. And it's like they they legit, I think, do have this feeling of like really connecting with each other. Right. But then the minute they're not attracted to each other, it's
0: like, well, our connection wasn't that good. I thought
1: I could do it. And also, in order to stay on the show past the first like two episodes, you have to get engaged. Anyone that doesn't get engaged is no longer a part of the show. So there's a motivation to get engaged because then you become a star of the show. You get Instagram followers, you this and this and this. So I feel like it's bachelory where it's like, if you're going on reality TV, clearly you have some amount of wanting your 15 minutes. Sure. And the only way to do that is to keep going.
0: Well, I think that the TV network whoever that is, should really mix it up and just get some real ugly people Get on some
1: it. horrific. I mean, get
0: some people with bad hygiene, right? <laughs> just dirty, some real dirty. One
1: guy said missing a tooth would be a, a, a deal, deal breaker, breaker. And I was like, Jamie.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, somebody that doesn't brush, somebody yeah. missing a tooth. Um, I don't know. Or just really... really mix it up. Yeah. And then,
1: yeah. And I, I don't want to spoil too much because I want you to see it. But there is one couple that I really feel like if she can get it together and become a little less um, self, she's very, um, she, she gets in her head and she's really insecure. Mm-hmm. If she can get some confidence that he really does love her, I think they could make it. Everybody else is doomed.
0: What is the what is the show where they hook him up? Uh, what's the one where they hook him up with the Married at Yeah. I believe in that. Yeah. I think that of all of these weird shows, that one carries the most weight because it's like professionals. And I think we've talked yes. about that before that they like having a, some professionals really match people based yeah. on interests and beliefs and all that.
1: What they should do is combine the two shows. Yeah. They should have the professionals put them together and then not have them see each other for the first couple of weeks and have these dates in through the wall. Because yeah. they're like, we really did connect. And some of them that had struggles were like, if we hadn't connected so deeply in the
0: pods, mm-hmm. we wouldn't still be together. Yeah. So maybe that's the key. See, that's what we need to do. And then they could just put them in a room and let them cage fight <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> like, this isn't going to work. Just go. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. How
1: many shows can we combine?
0: Yeah. Is cage fighting a show? And I if don't, not? Why not? Right. Um, okay, let me tell you my... Um, Fancy that's being My, tickled. The thing that's tickling me right now. Actually, I came in planning on doing a different one today, but this morning on the radio, I heard something that made me change mine to, to this one. So I have been the last little while kind of obsessed um, with the idea of doing an, the Ancestry. The um, genealogy the, no no not doing genealogy oh. but like the oh, finding the, your like 23 23 and me. and me yes like the ancestry kit or whatever it is that you that does your um there's a baby there is a baby out in the hall that's pissing me off <laughs> and i'm like baby <laughs> we're in this new studio sidetrack and they just have a glass door and now i can see everything that's going on And this baby. hand me the baby please Get that baby out of here. Latch it on to me, at least. <laughs> no, just took a turn. Good. Okay, so anyway, so wanting to do the the DNA testing thing. Oh, interesting. Okay? So I just what I've, made you? I I've, I've been wanting to, and my sister and I were talking about it a while ago. Just wanting to do it, and um, so today on the radio they were talking about these things, and they said that like a couple years ago they were all the hype, and like everybody, their sales were booming. Everybody wanted to do it. But in the last two years, they've had a drastic drop Mm. in people doing it. And they said, and it's not because everybody's done it, so there's nobody else, but um, there's just, you know, there's just this huge drop. So they did a study of 200,000 people across the world. So this is a worldwide study. And it said that over 60% of those people that had done it said that they found devastating news When they, when they did their, um, 60% 60, over 60%. Devastating news. And so, and it (gasps) talked about how like devastating or life changing or, you know, whatever, but, and the majority of them were things like, um, they found a sibling that they didn't know existed. Um, that they, that their, their parents had other families that they weren't aware of. Um, they were, raised by a parent that was not their own and been told that they were wow. um, or that they were a they were a um, came from a sperm donor oh interesting. and they didn't you know their yeah. parents never shared that with them Yep. some of the other ones were um oh my gosh now I'm not gonna think
1: there are so many clots. oh skeletons. adoption
0: yeah um what was the other one anyway so they and then there were a few that were like Like somebody who was raised believing that they're, like, we're Irish and that. Like, we're Irish to the bone. And then they get these back and it's like, you're 2% Irish. (laughs) Yes. And then it's like this whole identity crisis of, oh, I thought I was Irish. And now I'm, you know, just... I'm wearing green
1: and I'm, yeah.
0: Calling myself Irish. (laughs) Yeah. They've got... They're they're named Aaron O'Rourke and they're really Canadian. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was very interesting. And I mean, in this day and age... You cannot keep secrets. Nope. Like, you've got to be open. Yes. Well, and I feel
1: like that's the reason why everyone our age, apparently 60%, are finding is because in our parents' age, it really was uh, a
0: secret.
1: You just don't tell. Like, you don't tell about sperm donors. You don't tell about other kids. Like, adoption was a very, like, they'd send the pregnant girl away. Mm -hmm. And then people would come home with a baby and say that they were, pregnant like yeah. that they had the baby there like no one was open about that kind of stuff
0: yeah so now you got all these yeah de- and let's just talk about the fact that now you do your dna the the government has your dna right. like you have not that i plan on committing a crime <laughs> and but you know i mean i just don't know if i want my dna haphazardly flopping around
1: but your dna could help solve a murder if you, if one of your relatives murdered somebody yeah but that's how the golden state killer was i spelled. know i mean i know it's just a little so sketchy. are you thinking maybe you don't want to do it now no I think I do um I think we all want
0: to know until we know yeah and, and I don't like, think that there's ruin my life like I think every skeleton has come out of the closet <laughs> like I don't think there's any yeah any I mean but who knows it would be interesting it would be so interesting know. and we kind of like my dad is kind of the oldest like he is the only one in his like his dad is gone his siblings are gone mm-hmm. His cousins are all gone. Oh. And so it's like, it'd be nice to have my dad do that because that's like, he's kind of the only we one tie left. You know it all together. You know, yeah. So anyway. Maybe you
1: should give it to him for Christmas. We've it's... talked about that. Yeah.
0: So I think. Um, we gave
1: some to my parents for Christmas, but I don't know if they did them or not. Yeah. Maybe so. they don't. So you do it and then it basically says, here are your relatives that have done it. Is that well, how they're finding long lost
0: I family members? I guess it can ma- Yeah. I don't know exactly, but I guess you c- I don't know if you go online and it can match you or whatever, okay. but. But people are finding, like, you have a, you know, 90% match or whatever it is. I, yeah. mean, I don't know. I'm making it that up. It probably can say this is your... That it would have to be, like, your match is strong enough that you'd have to be siblings. I'm or sure it can siblings. tell you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so, so interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's what I'm I'm wanting. And I think I'll do it. And I will report back. Okay. I will return and report with okay. my results. Okay. Okay, let's move on to...
1: The Weird and Wacky World.
0: All right. For today, I have an interesting story that's right up my alley. Ooh. Exciting. Okay. So, um, let's see. I'm not going to read you the heading, but I do have a picture, and we will put it on our Instagram. Yay. Okay. So, don't me forget. Okay. Okay. So, it says this was on March 2nd. So, that's today. Oh. What is today? Yeah. It's today. Okay. As a collector of weird things, Dan Smith's... Dan Smith claims he was struck by the strangeness of a painting that he spotted during a visit to his local flea market and he knew then and there that he wanted to bring it home with him although the woman at the stall allegedly warned dan against buying the artwork he chose not to listen upon reflection he now regards his purchase as being the the ultimate bad decision and claims (laughs) that it has since wreaked havoc upon his life um okay the artwork in question shows two children's stalls seated together against a green blue black Background. One of them is a blonde baby doll in a pink dress, while the other is a Raggedy Ann-style toy with a mane of red hair. Okay. I see it. Okay. And these are like dolls of my childhood. Like, Mm -hmm. I know this doll. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I totally know this doll. She's got those eyes. I mean, nobody in their right mind is going to buy pictures of dolls. That's creepy. Right. I mean, dolls are questionable at best Uh so determined to get rid of the painting once and for all dan is now flogging it on ebay with a starting price of 50 um it says however the spooky product description may put buyers off somewhat dan claims that the picture initially made him think of rebirth which is gross and weird
1: (laughs) (laughs) i only need to be two dolls
0: okay but he since changed his mind and feels the picture only represents the end of things Since buying the artwork, he alleges to have experienced a downward spiral destroying his health, his sleep, and his beloved pet hamster. Um, The woman at the flea market warned me before buying this, and I will warn you, no good can come from this painting. I didn't think much of it at the time and just assumed she was one of those oddball dealers hawking their wares for cheap. As for the painting, it looked adorable with two innocent-seeming dolls portrayed in it, but she was right. Don't be deceived. I don't know whose cursed blood was mixed in with the paint to create this piece, but its powers are strong. He goes on to claim that soon after taking the painting home, he hit an epic losing streak. He felt chills, became unable to sleep, and discovered a gruesome insect infestation in his property. Oh, Things apparently took an even darker turn for the eBay seller when he checked on his hamster only to find, <laughs> this is so stupid, <laughs> that she had died despite seeming in perfect health the day before. Okay, because you... Okay, it is a hamster. It, you don't know what is going on in that hamster's little body. Yeah, and they have a lifespan of like eight days. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, did I ever tell you that I once had a hamster, what is the bigger one? A guinea, guinea pig, pig. That was paralyzed. Or gerbil. We, what? <laughs> it, it had a neurological disorder. I'm not even kidding. I bought it for my kids, brought it home. It was great, right? It, but it kind of walked a little funny, and then, like over the next few weeks, it used its legs less and less. Oh, and it had a neurological it was a disorder. It was, yes. It oh was my gosh. Very, very, very weird.
1: We once had a hamster. It was our my kids' hamster. It was one of those they call it dwarf hamsters that are speedy little bitches i'm sorry (laughs) but they're they're little ninjas and they don't like to be held so we were always trying to catch it and one of its legs fell off (laughs) when you tried to catch it yeah yikes i think we broke a leg and then it just fell off and then i sold it as a three-legged hamster charity project i mean i think i gave it away and we tried to catch my growing up my friend kelly had a hamster we would always catch it by its tail, and one time its tail fell off. I had that happen
0: one time in kindergarten when I was in charge of oh. the gerbils. Oh, that's our hamsters. And what do you know? It is, tail fell that's off. traumatizing. Yeah. I still have not recovered. It, you know what? They're rodents. Clearly. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Go okay. on. Okay. So his beloved hamster dies. Beloved died. hamster dies. For nearly a week, Dan claims to have been racked with sickness, loneliness, sleeplessness, and uneasiness.
1: Well, of course. He's, he's lonely lost because hamster, his hamster
0: died. <laughs> Okay. Um, plagued by the discomforting thought that the dolls in the painting are watching his every move. Cover them with a blanket. Yeah. You know what? Man up, Burn Dan. the damn thing. Okay. Well, okay. That's going to come up. With this in mind, Dan now hopes to sell the cursed painting, claiming that this is the only way he can rid himself of it for good. Mm. Um, the chilling eBay listing adds, something has to change, and because the only difference in my life since everything grew so dark around me was buying that painting... I feel the only remedy to all of this is to rid myself of it. But why not pass it on and continue such a terrible legacy, you ask? I do ask, Dan. Why not not destroy it, you wonder? I do. Well, sure, setting the painting on fire could rid the world of the wickedness brought about by the piece, but it could just as easily unleash the evil. Who's to say that by burning it, I'm not just going to make things ten times worse? No, I do not want to risk that. I'd rather sell it to some poor soul who doesn't believe the story or, even scarier, some brave soul who does. Yeah. Dan, I'm going to have to agree with you.
1: Burning it, could that energy could come out and attach to you
0: or your dead hamster. Any, mean, any number of things.
1: Did you play with a Ouija board
0: as a kid? Um, You're like, don't talk about it. <laughs> Um, I, so my next door neighbor growing up had a Ouija board at her house, but we didn't know that it was, we didn't know what it was. Yeah. So we used to always pull it out and play around with it, but yeah. we didn't know that it was like, we didn't know what it was. We used to always
1: be like, we have to burn it afterwards or it's going to come back and It'll haunt us. It'll be sitting us back and... on the
0: table. Uh huh. I don't buy it. Me and my friend Jill loved freaking ourselves out like yeah. that. Good stuff. But this, I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. I don't know how I feel about haunted objects. I believe that. I- I mean, I think it can happen, but I, you know, I mean, but at some point he's really, he's, he's really going to just try to sell it to somebody else. He'll probably make a killing.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, if you look on eBay for haunted items, they actually go like a painting that you claim is haunted and you have proof or you can say what's happened is actually going to go for more than some weird AF
0: painting of two dolls. Yeah. Well,
1: because people like that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And would you buy it? Would you risk it? My husband would. Yeah, he would. He would totally. He would totally buy it just to see. Because he is. He always wants it. To, he wants it to be proven to him.
1: I feel like energy has to go somewhere. So when you die, either your energy goes to a different realm or gets stuck here, and it may, might go. In, I don't know. I'm not saying I totally believe it, but I'm not saying that I don't fully not believe it. Right. I don't, I'm not
0: not saying
1: I, I am, believe yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not
0: not a believer. Not, I am a believer. Yeah. 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 In something. Ooh,
1: we'll have to see. We'll have, let's go on eBay and see. see. if we can find
0: it. Uh-huh. Make a bid.
1: Haunted doll picture. if it's picture. meant to be,
0: he'll accept our bid. Oh, we're going to bid on it? And we'll hang it right here it'll above be, our head during the podcast. will be our art behind us. And then suddenly the podcast will get darker and more sinister. And all our pets will die.
1: <laughs> and we'll become depressed. And we won't be able to sleep. Yeah. oh man okay dan okay dan thank you dan thanks dan okay, okay Shall we move on to oh honey oh honey oh honey honey shall i go yes, first Yes, please do okay oh honey this is a man writing he is 26 nope he's 23 his girlfriend is 26 two days ago my girlfriend and i went to costco A guy blatantly cut in front of us in the checkout line that we had already been waiting in for almost twenty minutes. Can you imagine? Oh the nerve. (sighs) My girlfriend spoke up and told him that we were already waiting at the end of the and the end of the line was way back there. He said we didn't move our cart forward fast enough, and that meant we had left the door open for him to jump in. She said that was crap and to move his stuff. He had two huge carts literally filled to the brim. Can relate. He said what are you going to do about it, bitch? <gasps> he said that to her. He did. Wow. He took it to another level Next at level. Costco. So he says,
0: <laughs> what was, what was that? Wow. I don't know. That was the doll demon coming out in your voice. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if I can even pass that. Okay. I didn't want to escalate the situation. So I
1: basically just walked away and out of the store. I felt it was so much better because you just don't know what people are going to do these days. I figured my girlfriend would leave as well, but I waited in the car for a good 30 minutes before I heard anything. So he just leaves her. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Finally, she came out with all our stuff. I asked her how it went. She said, paraphrase, not only are you an effing coward, literally everyone in that line laughed at you about how you left me high and dry. I tried to explain to her about not wanting to escalate, and she said that no partner in the world, let alone a woman, wants their partner to tail and run. I tried to explain to her again my thought process, and she said, I said one, she said if I said one more word, she was breaking up with me. I dropped her off at her house with her stuff, and I haven't heard one word from her despite texting and calling her a few times. What's going on here? What can I do about this? How do I make her understand
0: my point? Stop being a jackass. Right. Now I'm not saying that he has to go fight, right? I mean nobody <laughs> wants a full out brawl in Costco. No. Right? I mean that's just not you know, that never ends good. No one's here for that. <clears throat> but you don't especially when a guy is like aggressive and what you're just he gonna to walk her a away. Name, and
1: he walked the boyfriend just walked away after the name calling.
0: Yeah, not not. And and it sounds I mean, like if you don't want it to escalate, then maybe There's other ways to... Don't just abandon her. Right. Don't just abandon her. And
1: does he really think that she's just going to leave her... Going to Costco
0: is like my cardio for the day. Right. You're in or you're out. And once once you're in that store, there is nothing stopping you. There's
1: no walking out.
0: No. There is no crying at Costco. If you
1: leave your credit card at home, you're calling in like an Uber driver to go get like... You don't leave Costco without your giant pallet full of stuff. Yeah. So to think that she's going to just walk away and not like. Oh, we'll come back later. Yeah. No. Because this guy's bullying her. Yeah. And like, it's a good reason not to solo Costco. Yeah,
0: like you need to have her back. Yeah, and he could have just said something like, "You know what, honey? This is this guy. Obviously, is not this is not worth the battle with somebody that ignorant." And then walk away. Like you don't right. have to sit there and throw down. But you're really, you're really. I mean, don't <laughs> he just leave, sir? I can't believe he just walked away, walked
1: out. The, and then he waited in the car for thirty minutes. Yeah. So it's not like he got to
0: the car and went. Okay, she'll be here in. For all he knows, she's been beat up. Right, right in the middle of Costco. Or she's
1: been detained by the Costco police, which is equally as bad. We might there might be Costco police that we're unaware of.
0: They're uh they plain clothes. <laughs> yes. Costco, what's it called when they the air marshals,
1: <laughs> citizens arrest? I don't know. Well, like the
0: air marshals that are on oh, all on the airplanes, that are like plain clothes, like
1: on bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I yeah exactly. I'm not saying throw down with the guy.
0: But maybe defend your girlfriend a little bit against the name calling. See, and what I would do is I would take the high road, but not without a few snide remarks. Sure, I would be like, you know, I mean, just some, just to make him know that he's a piece of shit. Right, you
1: know, just some. Like snide you think comment, your like... time of waiting in line is somehow more valuable than mine? And you and maybe even say, get the Costco like Right. Tell on the Costco. Please. I'm not That's why they're there
0: tattling. Or just be like, Wow, you are such a gentleman. You must have women beating your door down. Right. You are a lovely man.
1: Right. A little sarcasm. A
0: little could go a long way.
1: Or or you do the whole kill them with kindness thing. Like, oh. I'm sure that you have somewhere really important to be. You probably have a sick grandmother.
0: You must have something really important for you to be so shitty. So yeah. you go ahead and go in front of me because you probably need
1: it. I actually want you to go ahead of me because you have two giant carts that I'm sure are to feed the homeless. Because, so you better get to that yeah. really, I mean, you seem like a really good human being. Yeah, and that you just must need this more. Yeah,
0: are you a priest? Are you a pastor? And then I'd spit on his food. <laughs> just subtly. just Or flick a booger on it. You know, that'll teach him.
1: Just ru- just pick up his stuff and rub it in my butt a little bit. <laughs> Not in. Fart on. It. On. <laughs> something
0: just just, just uh guilt.
1: i feel like people feel more guilty when you like are nice about it uh-huh yeah Ew. but yeah you him. know what you done messed up yeah, boyfriend. and she should dump him yeah absolutely here's the top comment it says yeah you made a really bad decision and she's right you abandoned her it's okay if you didn't want to escalate the situation but you left her in the situation that's what makes it cowardly you need to apologize to her acknowledge you effed up And if anything like that happens again, don't turn your back
0: on her. At the very least, leave with her. Yeah, and to prove your loyalty, he should go back to Costco right now and (laughs) pick a fight with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I need to defend my girlfriend's honor (laughs) at any cost. Yeah.
1: Costco is a battlefield Like in and
0: of itself. It is like a step above Walmart. Like, you know, like there's... I mean, you know what I mean. It's like like Walmart has its own bag of, yeah, problems. But Wal- Costco has those same issues, but just on a little bit higher standard. And it's
1: like you're coming out of that aisle, and there's a steady stream of traffic coming at you, and your cart weighs three hundred pounds by now, and right. you have to like stop it really quick before you run into somebody.
0: It's it is not for the weak. It's not. You gotta be, and if you don't jump into, tra- I mean, it's like driving in California. <laughs> yeah. If you don't jump in. You're, you know, you just have to honk and merge.
1: You gotta merge, apologize later. Yeah. Give the friendly wave if someone lets you in.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: it's not. It is not for the weak. It isn't. Although they've got some good stuff.
0: Oh, those pickles,
1: them. yes. Those world's best pickles are like fresh pickle spears with herbs. Mm, my mouth just got watery. You thinking got of the. Them. You the got little, the... My doingers.
0: Bing. Uh-huh. You doinged. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kay. All right. Let me tell you this one. This one. I didn't know if I was going to tell you this one, but I am, just because it makes me angry. Okay. I'm okay. here for it. So this is a 32-year-old woman. Woman.
1: Woman. And her
0: fiancé, Aaron, who is 34. Not okay. to be confused with Brooke's husband, Aaron. No, nope. He's 44. Mm-hmm. Erin and I are getting married soon. Aaron and I were discussing the wedding photos, and my facial scar that I had in my early 20s came up. So she's got this scar on her face from her 20s. Aaron suggested that we have this area of my face photoshopped.
1: Oh, I was worried when you said
0: that. No. Um, she says, I laughed thinking he was joking, but he said it was for real. I was taken aback, but he explained that this is what photoshopping is for and that these are wedding photos that last for years and he'd rather them be flawless. <gasps> I looked at him and asked if he sees my face as a flaw. He immediately apologized and said, Absolutely not. It's just that all couples point out what should and should not be photoshopped to get the best wedding photos. He then admitted it was his mom's suggestion, and he saw that she had a point this time. Oh. I refused, and we began fighting. Aaron said that I was being a huge overreactor and that it's not about the scar itself, but the overall look of the photos, and I was being too sensitive for no reason. I had an argument with my future mother-in-law after she nicely tried to talk me into considering it. Most of the women in the family agreed with her, and Aaron said this is what Photoshopping is for. Uh. Um, Lots of people do it because they're not happy with a certain area in their appearance. I told them I'm different because I'm not bothered by my appearance, nor do I want to change it for any reason or occasion for that matter. They went on to say I need therapy (gasps) for me to cope with my past trauma, but I don't think my refusal has anything to do with it. Aaron is visibly upset with my response. He said he loves me no matter what, and I was ridiculous to be so hung up on this non-issue and holding it against him and his family who want what's best for me. I don't Whoa! know... If, uh, <laughs> I know. I can't stop. Okay. I know, you're gasping. I don't know if this is just my past insecurities popping up, and I'm not sure if I'm overreacting and getting offended for no reason.
1: This is the most backwards thing I have ever heard. Right? Okay.
0: Erin, what is wrong with
1: you? Erin. Fool. Fool. Aaron. I mean, he's in love with her. He fell in love with her with her scar. So I feel like... His flaw is more listening to his mother and his family. Right. Okay. I'm trying to remember all my thoughts as you were reading. But the first one is, this is what Photoshop is for. Okay. Photoshop is for, I had a pimple that day. I had yeah. a cold sore that day. I accidentally got into a fight at Costco that week. I and have, have a have lazy a eye and- in my
0: school photo.
1: <laughs> I mean, That is what... <laughs> that, it's like a temporary, like fix Yeah, this is what she looks like, and right. she has embraced this, and this is her face. You want your kids to be like, did you get your scar
0: after the wedding? Right. Yeah. Who? Whose face is this in your wedding dress, Mom? Right. Right. Why? Da, what is wrong with him? What is wrong with his family?
1: Clearly, they're the ones that have an issue with her scar, and she's saying, "Hey, I've embraced this. I am. It's who I am. I'm part okay of me. with my scar." And they're saying she needs therapy. <laughs> she needs therapy when she's saying no. I'm actually okay with the way I look. She sounds like she's the therapist, and they need therapy to deal yes. with someone who has an quote unquote imperfect face and doesn't want to look
0: like an airbrushed, fakie noseless Snapchat filter. Let's t- speaking of noseless, faceless Snapchat. <laughs> okay, I was looking at something the other day, and it was talking about it was showing like photoshop pictures, well the original picture and then how they photoshopped it. These fools are not even the same people. No. Like it talk about how scary that yes. is is that we have, like people can create this completely fake image of themselves. How unhealthy is that?
1: So unhealthy and then we're all going, "Man, she's got perfect eyes. How come she doesn't have bags under her eyes? How come she doesn't have 17
0: chins?" Yeah. And Insecurity. The <laughs> other day, there were pictures of Madonna. Have you seen these Madonna pictures? I have not. She looks like a 17-year-old girl. And <sighs> I mean, and it is no joke. She is like, it's like she's dressed, she's like kind of, I don't even know how to describe what she's wearing, but like boots and jeans, and she's kind of leaning forward with her arms hanging down, like, you know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah. like a normal teenage pose or whatever. Okay. And she looks like, un- A, unrecognizable, and B, like a 17-year-old. And, and the thing is that's so weird about it. She's like She's 70. in her 60s
1: for sure.
0: Yeah. And then the thing that's really weird is so you post these pictures and then you go out in public and people are like, oh, my gosh. right? What? Like, I mean, you look at Jennifer Aniston, who is beautiful. Yeah. But then you show like the, the pictures that like TMZ posts and it's like, oh, she looks terrible. And it's like, well, no, she doesn't. It's just that we see this crap.
1: This you fake know, image of people all the that time. That is so not real. Yes. And then we wonder why our teenage girls have issues. Yeah. And ourselves.
0: F- <laughs> <laughs> like when we put on the, the light that shines the light so bright and we look so good. Uh-huh. That's not real. No, it's lighting. It's lighting. It's all this stuff. Yeah. Man. But
1: your wedding pictures, like, sure, if there's something that's not supposed to be there... That's what Photoshop is for. I had a cold sore on my wedding day. And this was kind of pre-Photoshop. I don't know. But like edit that out, please. Because that's not a permanent part of my Like my herpes is not who I am. (laughs) (laughs) My herpes does not define me (laughs) as a
0: person. Oh, yeah. That is messed up. I'd say don't marry him. I say don't marry his
1: family. I'd
0: say light their houses on fire. (laughs)
1: I would say give them a facial scar. I would say cut their cheek and see how they yeah. feel about that. Photoshop this,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not good.
1: Ew, ew, I do not like that. That one got me a little ragey. Would...
0: I know that's what I went for.
1: One time, my sister took our photos and she's like, I can edit that. And I got all weird and snappy, and I was like, Don't photoshop me. Like, I'm, and then I was like, Wow, I really spoke um, too I, soon.
0: Or wow, I look really good now. Yeah. Just kidding, Photoshop me every time. Just
1: kidding, get all my wrinkles and shave all my chins. All my chins. My favorite I want is... no chins. <laughs> I want to be lips. <laughs> and neck. Just be <laughs> just Have a, a mouth straight. <laughs> just neck and then just a big <laughs> smile. Like this woman has no chin. Like no lower jaw <laughs> at all. It's just completely removed. Please. I was like, wow, I really should not have snapped. I probably was having a week.
0: Well, it's so weird when you see people post stuff like on Instagram and, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry. Um, when they post stuff and it, they're, they're like amateur, they're like rookie Photoshoppers, right? Yeah. It's like just the filter, just the, the Snapchat filter that just blurs everything else into a yeah. haze, except for the black eyeliner. Yeah. Under their eyes. And they just
1: like nostrils. Yeah. So it's just nostrils, nostrils,
0: white face, and black eyeliner. Uh And they're like... That's what you're down to. Just having a lazy day today. (laughs) Oh, really? So lazy that your face couldn't get out of bed? (laughs) (laughs) So you had to make one up? (laughs) (laughs) Your nose couldn't join you? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I hate people. I once
1: sold something to a girl who I haven't seen since high school... But I've seen her on Facebook and Instagram. So she shows up to my house, and I'm expecting one thing. And she shows up, and I was like,
0: <gasps> "What? that's not what you really look like. It's so weird. Just who do you think you're fooling? I just think social media, just in general, just not only are people's appearances fake, but their whole lives are. Everything's it, fake. It makes me rage. Me too. We'll save that for another day. Okay. What do you have? Okay. Uh,
1: I've got some fun ones, but this one. My son is 8 years old and recently attended his friend's 8th birthday party. This friend is my best friend's son. Something like our kids having a party. I don't let my son have any junk food at all. And usually he brings his own snacks. For this incident, it was carrot sticks sticks and ranch. Oh, yay! Happy birthday to me! (laughs) Do we hate her already? I hate her. Okay. My best friend bakes a lot and made a special chocolate cake for her son's birthday. When it comes to my son, I don't let him have cake. This is a personal preference for his health, not for any allergy reasons. And he is not diabetic or gluten-free. My son knows he isn't allowed to have cake because of the additives. When, I, I air-quoted air air additives, additives. Because what What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when he told his best friend this at the party, his friend apparently got upset and told him it was good cake, not bad, like I said, because his mom made it, and he, it was his birthday cake. My son ate cake, got a sugar rush, and crashed, making him cranky for the rest of the day after we left the party. I told my friend she needs to have some kind of consequence for her son to teach him not to peer pressure other children into eating things they're not allowed to have. She said because it wasn't an issue of allergies or health, she's sorry my son was cranky, but she won't be punishing her son or talking to him about it on his birthday. She says also that she'll just Watch more closely, and make sure her husband does in the future as well, and have a chat with him on another day about respecting food habits. Both of us were present at the party and did not see them sharing the cake. They were outside eating in the backyard with their fathers and some other parents supervising while we cleaned up. So it's not an issue of anyone going behind anyone's back, just teaching children boundaries and respect. I let my son stay for the rest of the party and be with his friends, so it's not like I ruined the day. A-I-T-A for being upset with my friend's son and the fact that she won't punish her son for pressuring my son to eat cake. Yeah. You know
0: what? Let's talk about why don't you, if that's what you, if that's the lifestyle you want to lead, then you teach your son. Like, this is what we're going to do and this is how. you 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 don't expect the world to bow down to that.
1: Right. And you're going to a birthday party. You know there's 99 I'm gonna dare say
0: 100 percent chance there's gonna be cake. <laughs> Odds are, or or cupcakes. Right, and the thing is, is it's it's totally different. It's totally different if people like if your kid has an allergy. Yeah. Then it's like that's a whole different level. But if if you if the risk of cake is too strong, <laughs> and you she might was want to keep at the home. party,
1: so you have a conversation. Okay, so they're gonna have cake when they have cake. Or you don't. I say, you, bro- you know what? Eat he's that your damn kid. Damn cake, though.
0: Yeah, I, I mean. don't
1: think. I mean, you're. I think you're being nice, saying that, like, you can. I think, this is too far. <laughs> <laughs> I think.
0: <laughs> he I think. is an
1: eight-year-old kid, <laughs> and carrot
0: sticks is his treat. That's ridiculous. Carrot sticks. You know what kind of kid he's going to grow up to be? Uh. An unhappy an one, <laughs> e- an eating disordered one. That way, uses too many Snapchat filters. Yeah, way too many. He just, she just needs to own that. Yeah, like, and and I think parents with kids that have allergies, well, you know, yeah, parents with kids that have allergies, make sure to communicate that, and and they like, that's different. But I'm sorry if your kid doesn't prefer something or you don't like. I'm not going to recreate my life, right, at a birthday party where I'm already taking care of who knows how many people. Right. Now if you're if something is dangerous to your kid, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Well, and the whole issue here is she's mad at her friend for not giving her son a consequence. Yeah, so what well, he's say? The friend was like, "Hey, my mom made this cake like it's not bad. Like there's nothing like it's not like a preservative. Like there's no additives in it. It's a homemade cake. from scratch. And this kid doesn't know what the hell
0: a preservative no. additive is. He's like, "Here, dude, have some cake." My, my mom, mom made, made it. this cake. It's my birthday. Like, and this is the thing. I would say to her, "You know what? Yes, I will punish my son, but only when you punish your son for having eaten it. <laughs> it was his choice. Right? He had a choice. Yeah. He, maybe if you'll have a conversation with your son about not caving into peer pressure, then I will have a conversation with mine about peer pressure, not sharing.
1: Yeah." So, yeah, my daughter has celiac and she's had it. She got diagnosed when she was six and she just knows, like, if I'm at a birthday party. I mean, I always figure out the food situation before I send her to a party and sometimes send cupcakes. But a lot of my friends will, like, make, you know, make sure she has something. If there's pizza, I'll either order something or they will. Like, you figure it out before the party. Right. But she would never just be like, all right. All right. Yeah. But she knows it's a disease. Like this kid is just like, well, my mom says cake is bad. Cake is
0: bad.
1: (laughs) And labeling food bad is going to create, like anytime you put shame around food or eating, you're creating future problems. Yeah. And are you ready to have your mind blown? Yes. Okay. So one of the comments said, FYI, sugar rushes are a myth. They have been debunked many, many times by scientists and medical professionals. Hell yeah. That your son was irritable for the rest of the day was likely because having fun at a friend's birthday party, you pissed all over his enjoyment of the party with your ridiculous attitude and over-the-top indictment of the whole party. I can only imagine your son's embarrassment at you having the utter gall to demand consequences for a kid on his birthday who shared his cake with your son who by your own admission had no health issues that would be affected by said cake. It wasn't the cake that made your son irritable. It was you. Ha ha. So, of course, I had to do a side goog on sugar rushes. You should have
0: done a little choom choom for that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah. Good for her, because that is ridiculous. So, I looked it up.
1: Apparently, she's right. The idea of a sugar rush is actually not true. Because... Unless you are, like, hypoglycemic and you're going to have a spike in your blood sugar, mm-hmm. you do have a little bit of, like, a an issue. But it's more of a sh- the sugar crash.
0: Right. I was going to say, isn't it more that, like, after you just feel lethargic yes. or whatever? But I don't know. Like, I don't believe. I don't know. Having Although, one
1: piece of cake, supposedly there's a little bit of, like, a dopamine. Like, mm-hmm. the eating the sugar creates that kind of, like endorphins and feel good that can be addictive that's why sugar is addictive
0: but apparently the idea of like i'm hyped up on sugar you know what though this kid probably was like on crack cocaine. he's never had sugar i mean he's having carrots for a snack probably like, oh if you're really good we'll go get some apple slices like right. that this kid had a taste of sugar and he's probably locked up in a padded room somewhere
1: although well, one time i did get one of them i'm not sure i believe that it's a myth I mean, scientists say, but one time it was on like a meet the teacher day Mm -hmm. and I was volunteering at the school doing something for like the, it's not the back to school night, but it's the day before school when you go get the classroom. So I said, hey, if you guys are good, I'll take you and we'll go get like a slushy or some treat. Mm -hmm. So we do this and then we go meet Deacon's kindergarten teacher. So he's what, five? And he is going bananas like jumping on the bean bags and playing with all the toys and ripping the books and her teacher was I mean his teacher was like oh so so
0: he's the one he's and I'm like he's
1: one. so good and later she was like I've got to tell you the first time I met him I thought he was gonna be like my crazy kid <laughs> and but he's not she's yeah. like he's so good I don't and I'm like yeah we might have had an icy but also he gets really excited and he gets hyper yeah. when he's excited so I don't know about the whole sugar rush idea. Yeah.
0: Well, and I have to say this: um, if you ever any teacher on the planet knows that the day after Halloween, yeah, there that there is no denying that something. But is But are amiss. they just tired? No, no. Is it just leftover excitement? No, they're. It's just like, and, and I mean, even high school kids, like the day after Thanksgiving. No, wow, not Thanksgiving. <laughs> day after Halloween, you know.
1: Yeah, I, Like, yeah. You,
0: it, we always want Halloween on a weekend so that we have a day before they come science back. Science might is... debunk
1: it, but teachers verify. Well, you know
0: what I think about science. So, uh, I, in most things. I
1: mean, dinosaurs, but. Well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Do we have, we probably don't have time for one more. We do. No one's telling us what we're, we're living our lives. Okay. We're just here. Because I want to end with this one. Okay. Um, oh, I, I do have our uh, The Barren Truth to get to. You're good. Okay. So, this one, I'm not going to read the title, but you have to pay close attention. Okay, focusing. So, my family's kind of a mess. What you need to know for this is that both my dad and grandpa had kids young. So, I'm 15, my dad is 37, and I think grandpa is somewhere in his late 50s. Okay. Um, Grandparents divorced when I was a kid, and two years later, Grandpa remarried. His new wife, who is younger than my dad, brought a kid to the marriage, and suddenly I had a step-uncle. Oh, okay. Let's just call him Brian. When we first met, the kid was like four. Um, I thought it would be funny to call him Uncle Brian because of the ridiculousness of having an uncle so much younger than me. It was a joke, and he liked it, so I kept calling him that. So a couple years later... We find out that he's not actually my step uncle, but my half uncle. So Grandpa apparently had had this girlfriend the whole time, had a second family that he managed to hide. And then when him and the when it finally he and the grandma finally split, he brought her in as this new girlfriend, thinking it was a kid from a previous. But marriage, it's actually but it's... his biological child. Okay. So now step step uncle is now biologically Real really uncle. his uncle. uncle. Um. <clears throat> Let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, so cue big drama, messy fighting. I didn't see Grandpa and his new family for more than a year after this all came to light. Oh. He's only just started patching things up between the rest of our family. So I only just met my Uncle Brian again. <laughs> he's become a little shit. He's needy, he's whiny, he throws tantrums all the time. I just try to ignore him, but his mom spoils him, so I don't think he'll get in- get better anytime soon. Ugh. None of this would be a problem, except when my grandpa was trying to patch things up, he moved closer. Um, so my family, and now Brian and I, go to the same school. It's a oh, K through 12. Okay. Um, and though I don't see him during the day, we sometimes run into each other after school. I've got a club, and he's in the after school childcare thing. <laughs> when we see each other, he wants me to call him Uncle Brian. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. Yeah. And I keep telling him No. The other day he threw, let's see, he threw one of his tantrums at school saying, I have to call him Uncle Brian. He's my uncle and that means I have to do what he says. I told him no, I didn't, and that I'm tired of him being a whiny brat. <laughs> I'm older than him and that means he has to do what I say. He oh. didn't listen and kept saying, I have to call him uncle. Can you imagine this going on at school? <laughs> no, I was <laughs> this, dying. Like, like sophomore in high school fighting with this, you know, six year old or whatever. Um, We ended up making a bit of a scene, and word got back to our families. Brian's mom said that if it meant so much to him that I should just call him uncle. I said, I am not doing that. Grandpa sided with her, and my dad hasn't said anything directly, but I think he wants me to do it just to keep the peace. But it's stupid. He's a kid, and calling him Uncle Brian just because he's whining that I have to do it is <laughs> demeaning, especially at school. It was a joke when we were younger, one that I chose to participate in, and not something that was forced on me. But this is different. Am I the asshole if I stand my ground on this?
1: Stand your ground.
0: Stand firm, Uncle Brian. <laughs> you stand firm.
1: Nephew. Is it nephew. Nephew. He's, yeah.
0: Stand firm.
1: Ooh, this kid sounds I like hate a... this kid uncle brian you're a piece of work you are a piece it's of the work. mom let's be honest and grandpa
0: yeah i mean ugh, it's, it's just so messy
1: <laughs> it is don't make this girl i can see as a kid that being funny yeah but then you end up at the same school and he wants you to call him uncle
0: <laughs> <laughs> well so i have my niece and nephew um, I have a niece and nephew that are four years younger than me and eight years younger than me. Okay. So, um, cause my, you know, my parents were married before and so I have brothers from my parents' previous marriages. So I, you know, I'm 46 and I have a nephew that's 42. Oh, interesting. And then my niece that's, you know, 38, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, it's, um, and it's weird because we were sort of raised that I knew that they were my niece and nephew, but they were more like cousins, right? You know? Right, because we would hang out with them and have sleepovers and yeah. that kind of stuff. But <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Let's go into our last segment, which is the, the barren, barren truth. truth. Today's question is what is the worst relationship advice you've ever heard? So either relationship advice you were given Or hurt that you were like, let's be So we asked this to our listeners and to some of my friends. And I'll just read a few. So this one says, and I fully agree, the advice was sometimes you won't want to be intimate, but men have needs and you just have to do your duty. Literally makes me see red even now. Ew. Nope. That never helped anybody. In their relationship. Um... Here's a one. You should do something to really upset your partner so you can see how they behave when angry or hurt. So this would be like a premarital... Like you make some horrible lie up or uh-huh. something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, this one says, if dinner... This was given by a grandmother. If dinner is running late, fry an onion and pour your husband a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, pretend it's that... Like 1960s. Uh-huh. Um... This one says marriage is hard. That was so the advice was just that it's hard, and then she says my first marriage got hard, emotional and verbal abuse for thirteen years. Every time it got hard, I just thought marriage is hard, so I need to try harder. Now second marriage, it's not that hard. Yes, you need to be dedicated,
0: and there are trying times, just not every day. Yeah, right. That's the truth. Yes, like it shouldn't hurt. Um, when I got when Jake and I got married, we got a book from somebody that was the the care and feeding... Oh, what is it? The care Proper and Care and Feeding, feeding of husbands. husbands by Dr. Freaking Laura. Dr. Laura. Dr. Laura, you, you can... You don't know what you're talking about. You are uh, the keeper. Yeah. And How about the proper care and feeding of a wife?
1: Yeah. How about that? The thing that's so demeaning about that book is the entire book boils down to if your husband is properly sexed and fed, he won't stray. So it's basically... Like, watering down a man to two needs. needs—it's Like, you don't think my husband needs emotional connection. You don't think my husband has all these. You think he's basically a stomach and a peen. <laughs> I almost didn't. Like, yeah. that's what you think a man yeah. has two body parts. So they
0: should be simultaneously happy and offended by that book, right? Yeah. Because now you're going to have all the food and sex that you want. But at the same time, you're being reduced to a nothingness of a man.
1: Exactly. Good it's, job, it's Dr. Not Laura. A, it's not even offensive to a woman. I got that book too, and I fully prescribed to it. Oh, wow, I didn't
0: read it. So. Oh,
1: I read it and I said, yes, I will do my duty. And then after several years, I was like, mm, you know what?
0: Not so much. This
1: is not working for me. Now I'm getting real. Now I'm mad. Now, now I'm, I'm getting real. S- now I'm getting up. serious where it's like, we're not. There's a lot more to my husband. Right. Than just, yeah. You know, he has an upper half. (laughs) (laughs) I think. (laughs) I think we should. You know, he probably needs a little more. He might. And I probably need to want it. (laughs) I probably need to not do it until I want it. Yeah. So, ugh. And then this one, this is speaking my language. And this is going to be one of those things where half the population will disagree. Okay. And half will be like, I'm with you. So Rachel says, follow your heart. So that's the advice, which a lot of people go, Yeah, you have to follow your heart. Mm -hmm. Well, she says, if I had followed my heart, I'd be married to the wrong guy living in Missouri. Our heart steers us wrong so much. We need to listen to our gut, our friends and family that we trust, and our logical brain that God gave us. I also listen to the Holy Spirit, but that wasn't the case when Jeff was in the picture. Rachel. Yes. Yes, Rachel. Your freaking heart is a big fat liar. It's a shit
0: show. It is, but not to say that your heart can't have a role, can't play a part. It it can have a part because you don't want to be in a loveless marriage, right? Your heart can have some say, but it doesn't get everything.
1: You can't, yeah. And it's that's like a life lesson too, where it's like, ooh, this thing feels really good. I'm gonna go with it. Where it's like, it
0: must be right.
1: Logically, what are the Yeah, what are the people in your life saying? I like mm-hmm. what she's saying, and then like, if some new information comes to light, don't go well I felt good about it and it felt right so I'm going to ignore
0: everything else. logic. Yeah, because I think too it's so important that you know the difference between love and lust yes. for one. Like and and that you're really like you're really in tune to what love really looks like. It's not just like a st- intense strong physical attraction. It's not just he buys me nice things. It's not just, you know what I mean, there's, there's so, so many, many different elements. pieces that You're crazy to just let one thing determine everything.
1: So I agree with that one. Okay, I do too. Um, This one says, Michelle says, Before I got married, my grandmother gave me advice. She told me that I needed to look nice when my husband got home and to make sure my hair was always combed. So sorry, Grandma. That wasn't going to work for me. Back in the day, if I didn't look like I had just been in a tornado, my hair wasn't big enough. (laughs) She also thought that if she drank a glass of water before going to bed, she wouldn't get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) maybe that was just grandpa's signal to her to not get his hopes up. (laughs) And then, uh, oh, this one says, women have all the control in a relationship. If you want something, just hold out sex until you get it. It's that easy.
0: Mm, That's stupid.
1: Similar to the one. Um, And then several people... Said, never go to bed angry.
0: I don't agree with that. No. That is probably the worst advice I've ever been given because you know what? Sometimes you need a cool down period.
1: Every time you do.
0: It's like, I, and the other thing that I hate is just the quick to apologize. So, like, if if I've done, if you've done something to me and I'm upset with you, don't just come in and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, it's okay. Don't say you're sorry just to make the problem go away. Just to like wrap it up so we can go to bed. Right. You know? Like sometimes you need some space and you need to be able to think about things. And you need to be able, like you you can be upset. It's okay to be upset.
1: Yeah. The fact of like making all the problems go away
0: really fast is probably not addressing the issue. the actual issue. It's just making the peace. Yeah. Like sometimes you need to talk about it. And sometimes when you're hot and angry, that's not the best time. So you need to cool down and think things through and then re... It would be like someone saying, don't ever eat if you're mad at your partner.
1: It's the same thing. You think you're going to start to feel better without food. Yeah. It's the same thing with sleep. Like, you think you're going to think more logically or be more loving or understand your role in the issue or be forgiving when you're dead ass tired or hungry. Like, no. Yeah. Let's just let's just sleep on it. So I think everyone pretty much agrees that that's terrible advice. And I don't know where that came from. So, do you have
0: one? Probably I w- probably my worst advice was that. Yeah. Don't ever go to bed mad. Yeah. Sometimes I just need to sleep in another room. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just... Sometimes you need to be mad. And the other thing is, I think, like, the advice that you're... How am I going to say this? Like, you can... Just because you're married to somebody doesn't mean that you cannot have a life outside of that person. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's like, now that you're married, it's you and your husband, or at which... Yes, your husband comes first. Yes. Like your marriage comes first, but there is no reason why you can't have your own friends and your own activities and your own hobbies that don't that are independent.
1: It's very unrealistic to think that one person can be everything to you. Right. That they can be your social outlet and your spiritual outlet and your like that's why we have girlfriends. That's right. why we have sisters.
0: That's why we have family members. Right. It's like,
1: you shouldn't rely. That's, I
0: don't think That's it's, the thing, is even if they can be all those things, like, why are you reducing your circle to just one per, Like, why would you not right. multiply love? I was on
1: something where someone was talking about going on a girl's trip and how they were frustrated that when they go on a girl's trip, they're pre-making meals and they're arranging childcare and they're making sure their kids have rides and they're... Doing all the stuff so they can go out of town. Where when their husband goes out of town, they just go. Yeah, and I'm like, I understand that. And then someone said, Well, why are you wanting to go out of town with girls anyway? You should be going out of town with your husband. I was like,
0: Are you kidding me? And do you think your husband always wants to be with you? Right. I mean, like, I mean, (laughs) I mean, I know I'm great,
1: but I'm not going to go see the movies he wants to see. Yeah, Mm. and he's not going to go see that new. Romance movie with me that I want to see. Yeah, with the little person that's coming out this weekend. I don't know that <gasps> Cyano or something. I'm seeing it on Saturday. Oh, with
0: girls, not with him. Not,
1: yeah, that's okay. That's he was okay. like, "We're going to see a guy movie." I'm like,
0: "Why you got to see a guy movie?
1: Why don't you go? Why see- is
0: it a guy movie? Why don't? Yeah, <laughs> why are you being sexist?
1: Aa <laughs> Ron, Aa Ron. My worst advice that I've heard did not come to me, but it was on the Real Housewives okay. of New York City, mm-hmm. and she said. My advice to you is just keep it cute. So this girl who was younger wanted a serious, wanted a commitment, wanted to get married, and the advice from this like six-year-old
0: woman was like, just keep it cute,
1: meaning like don't don't, pre- don't know, say what you really want, don't have a voice, just keep it light, just, just keep it cute, be
0: cute and presentable, and and don't a little speak your mind, and, you know, and don't gross.
1: don't intimidate them. Men are intimidated by strong women. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I want a woman. I want a man that's not. <laughs> well, I want a woman. <laughs> then give me a woman. Damn it. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, okay. so that is our barren truth. The
0: barren truth. We
1: are strong women with needs.
0: <laughs> Just give me a burger and some sex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the proper care and feeding of Jamie. Ooh, okay. Well,
0: thank, thank you for listening. You. Thank you. And we will be back next week to report on our... Tanning drops. Yes. And many other things. And our burgers and sex. Yes. Well, maybe less of that. Maybe not. So uh, make sure that you send us your information. <laughs> you send <laughs> us your home address. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll post a question for the week um, on our page. Yeah, so, so you follow can, us so you can weigh in. Yeah, make sure that you give us your comments that we can read on next week's show.
1: And uh, we will
0: see you then. We will see you then. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TruthFairiesPod and send us an email at TruthFairiesPod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.